backing the Bills at home because what we know is that the Bills are a really tough place to play in Buffalo, and it obviously looks very cold out. Uh, but if you can get a 7.5, which is where it is right now, kind of like the Broncos. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Yeah, I like the Broncos a lot tonight, actually. I bet uh, that's actually one of the first bets I made. So I've been just like sitting there with it in my bet slips, and then I bet it again tonight because I had a 7-2 and two day in the NFL yesterday. Well done, well Thanks done. Thanks to the Steelers. My well only done. loss, actually, I got to stop uh, betting against Josh Dobbs. Yeah. I went first yeah. half under. That was a big mistake because he hit the over by himself pretty much with it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I, uh, I thought maybe Minnesota would come back down to earth. But, no, I mean, they have a top-10 defense right now. Um, Brian Flores has done wonders with that defense. And then Dobbs, that's one of the best stories in football uh, currently right now. It makes it really hard even for me as a Packer fan in a lifelong Minnesota Viking hater to hate that team. They're, they're a fun story right now. And um, maybe the NFC North is going to be a little bit more competitive than we thought. But that was the only thing that got me yesterday. But I do like the Broncos tonight coming off the bye. Uh, like you said, man. Showing a pulse on offense lately. Russell Wilson actually having a really nice season. And yeah. the defense, after letting the Dolphins hang 70, has been much more competitive. You know, they've been a little bit better in the secondary. They've gotten a little healthier. I say that the Bills probably hang 50 tonight in, in uh, cover. But um, I'm going to take a shot with Denver and hope that Sean Payton's turning that thing around a little bit. The, the problem with the Bills, to me, is that we don't really know what version we're going to see of them. We don't really know what is going through Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, and Sean McDermott, the head coach's mind. We don't know if they're going to go up-tempo. We don't know if they're going to go up-tempo for a drive or two and then slow it down. There was a Zoom call, this famous Zoom call, that's now been talked about at nauseum because it was so bizarre that everybody's like, well, I don't really know what he's talking about. <laughs> Sean McDermott <laughs> saying that they need to be more balanced, that them playing up-tempo doesn't give their defense enough time to rest uh, and so they want to give time for their injured defense to be able to, like, stay off the field, which you have to score, though. You know, you can't have a bunch of three and outs because you're too worried about running the ball on third and seven. Yeah. So in these known, down, known passing down situations. So to me, that's the real question, and we're going to yeah. know pretty fast what version of the Buffalo Bills we're going to see. And, and that's the hardest part about betting some teams is, they have wildly erratic behaviors, and so you can't really analyze it properly. Well, really quick, I mean, and that's why, like, my opinion on the Bills has changed the last couple of weeks where I went from betting them to win the Super Bowl to now wondering if they're going to make the playoffs. It's not really so much the offense, because I think they'll figure things out, right? You have to let Josh Allen be Josh Allen. Maybe yeah. there will be some bad interceptions. you got to get Gabe Davis going. You know, we'll see what happens when you get Knox back going because they were running a bunch of heavy. Now they're running more four wide receiver sets. They finally got Kincaid going, unfortunately, for the prop market. That's why now tonight I have to look at Gabe Davis props. But you said it, it's the defense. Like, you saw it last week where Poyer has to play more, like, in the box as a linebacker. And now, I mean, you're without Benford. You're already without yep. Trey White for the entire season, your best cover corner. You're without your number Hyde. one, number two, and number yes. four corner. And Micah Hyde's out. Yeah, and Micah Hyde's out tonight. And um, I know he's getting a little bit older, but I still – he's one of my favorite safeties in this league. So you have all those injuries. Von Miller out there right now looks like a shell of himself. He's not Could be a revenge pressures. game, though. I hope, be a revenge well, game. I hope so, and, and that's what scares me a little bit with Buffalo yeah. is that, like, it just takes him getting right. But, I mean, you 
know, he had eight and a half sacks before the injury last season, and then they lost him. Mm -hmm. They couldn't get pressure on the quarterback. And uh, if Russell Wilson has a clean pocket tonight, Denver should be able to cover the number. Who knows, maybe even win outright. It was a crazy weekend for the dogs. Shout out to my Texans and C.J. Stroud, future rookie of the year. Shout out to the Browns, who came back down 14 points yeah. in the fourth insane. quarter. That was one of the most... Shocking comebacks, I think, yeah. of the weekend. PJ must have been shaking in his boots, and he probably Ravens. knew as a Ravens fan that that was going to happen. We yeah. talked about the, the number. It was six and a half. I said, man, this would really be a statement cover if the, the Ravens can do it. And he's like, expect them to go up early yeah. and to let that lead slip away. Well, and that's what scares me a little bit about the Baltimore Ravens. Like, if you have Super Bowl futures, is that's a game that they should win 99% of the time yep. because they have a two-score lead with that defense, which is top five, in that run game. You know what I mean? Yes. Instead, you get those fluky turnovers. And I feel like every game that they lose, it's like the same story. But, uh yeah, Deshaun started terrible. Um, he was with 9 like, of 22, like I think, of, in the first half. He was like 1 of 9 in the first quarter. It was awful. And then all of a sudden, he was uh, lights out. He played much better. But if you like the Broncos tonight, plus 300 on the money line right now over at BetMGM. I don't hate that, actually. You think they could get it done. But, yeah, I'm a little bit worried about the Bills. I mean, there's a lot going on with the coaching staff, like you said, with Sean McDermott. Are him and um, anybody on the same page yeah. right now, really? <laughs> right. And then the injuries. So, We'll see. It's it's scary back in Denver, though. The last time I, I had a big bet on this team, they um, allowed the Dolphins to score 70 points. So we'll see what we get tonight from uh, Sean McDermott's – or, I mean, uh, your boy uh, – Sean, Sean Payton. Sean yeah. Payton's Too many game. Sean's. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I mean, it, be, it comes down to, like, what what's the <laughs> offense? You talk about a roller coaster with the Bills. You could say the same thing about the Broncos. And yes. Yeah. All that Sean Payton up and down and what type of offense they're going to have. And it's also Russell Wilson – He's averaged 12 points a game as a starting quarterback for the Broncos in primetime games. Like, it has not been – I understand that, obviously, if we look at the way things started versus where they are now. And, like, you mentioned it, Ryan. He's actually had a good year statistically as a quarterback. There have been so many other factors with the Broncos that have been a problem here. But there's just – there's a lot of – we've gotten to the point of the NFL now where, right, there's a few teams you count on, few teams that you really trust. But, really – it's kind of a handful of them. For the most part, every team has some level of a weakness, or they're like the Bills, where it's a complete roller coaster. And the Broncos, where the defense was horrible, horrific, giving up 70 points, absolutely historically bad in the first half of the season. And now you're going, wait. Gotten a lot more healthy. Yeah, wait a minute. Like, look, yeah. could, could things change just because of that? So it makes this game that much more predictable. It's why I don't blame anybody for taking the Broncos in this, at least to cover. Whether you want to take the money line, that's great. Take, I mean, I'll just I take was, the points. I'm going to be safe here. It was I a was good this weekend. close to take the plus seven and a half, and I just went, you know what? Yeah. I just – I my gut is telling me not to do it, which means I'm probably going to be really pissed when they win by two touchdowns. But in the end, there's at least enough props there that will make up for it if it doesn't hit. So. Yeah, and it's it, – like you said, the Broncos defensively were so bad, but what we also knew was there hadn't been that many changes personnel-wise when they yeah. were, you know, a top-five defense last year. There were some injuries. There was some lack of effort. And you wondered, well, maybe if the offense starts clicking a little bit more, which I wouldn't say it's firing on all cylinders by any means. Right, right. But right. it's better, right? And you're giving the defense at least a reason to try, mm. and they've gotten healthier. Yeah. I would not be I would not be shocked if the Broncos won this game outright in in Buffalo, which would make tomorrow's hit on WGR in <laughs> Buffalo oh, so yeah. much sweeter oh, because man. the panic button has already been hit. They've already asked me many times if the Bills are going to miss the playoffs, which I don't think that they will. But it's yeah. it's certainly more of a possibility today than it was four weeks ago. And if they lose tonight, it's oh, definitely. Goodness. 
definitely much more of a possibility. I think somebody's head needs to roll, but that's just me. I don't like people losing their jobs, but it feels like the Bills right. haven't been themselves, the version that we like to see of them. Josh Allen hasn't been allowed to cook. Stephon Diggs has been way too much of a focal point of the offense to the point where it's predictable. Yeah. We shouldn't know and, what's going to happen. And you know what? Uh, like, we keep talking about, like, these young teams for Ben Johnson. But what if the Bills don't win a playoff game, they don't get to the playoffs? Because I think it's Super Bowl or bust. At least I think they have yeah. to get to the AFC Championship. You know what I mean? Because, like, they spent all that money on Von Miller. And I don't know how many, how many more years you could use injuries as an excuse. It would be interesting because right now they have a defensive-minded head coach in McDermott. Maybe they go out and get, like, a Ben Johnson or one of these young guys to pair with Josh Allen. And then I mean, Ben Johnson and Josh Allen would be something else because man. I think they have to at least get back to the AFC championship game or I think that it doesn't yeah, feel I think like guys are, I think somebody's losing their job maybe not McDermott maybe Ken Dorsey's uh, the guy to go he's gotta go but I don't know maybe everybody goes maybe everybody. Keep, I wouldn't be shocked keep in mind the Bills have the fifth toughest schedule the rest of the way they still see the Eagles Kansas City your Cowboys the Dolphins how about my Cowboys? I, I mean how about your Cowboys what I tell you easiest cover of the week I mean that was you see that 17 and a God. half ago easiest Tommy cover DeVito of the week. with all due respect is the worst starting quarterback to ever play a game in in the NFL I felt bad for him I thought he was gonna get killed out there I was like, of all teams to go against. As, I knew as the well. grown men were coming for him when he said his mom makes his bed in the morning, and I yeah. said, "Oh, baby, you how many? Yeah. Have like, does anybody yeah. left? Like, does anybody care about that story? By the way, we get it. Like, he lives with his family. His <laughs> mom great. does his laundry. Like, I don't care. He's. Yeah. They showed his entire family. I felt bad for all of them. I was like, "Oh, your son might be in big, big trouble." Today. It was. He was. It was like, rough. Yeah. Rough to watch. It, the Giants' season is completely lost right now. It was terrible. I mean, they could have picked somebody it, in, like, Section 303, yeah. and he probably would have been a better option yesterday it's, than Danny DeVito. It is I – mean, you just knew how outmatched that whole situation was. Dallas, sixth toughest schedule, though, right behind Buffalo. So they still got uh, – they've got the Eagles again, the Lions, uh, the Seahawks, the Bills coming up, and we just mentioned, obviously, and then the Dolphins. So, yeah, yeah I mean, we're, we're coming down to the point now where for this for, this was the first weekend it felt like we were seeing the – in the hunt yep. and the playoff standings, where now you start to see the playoff picture at least come together somewhat, and you get an idea. And yeah, if we're looking at the Bills here, you say they're five and four. They lose this game at five and five in a tough AFC, where right now we have one division where literally the entire division could make the playoffs. If the Bills don't make the playoffs, everybody's getting fired. There's not even a question. But they could even make the playoffs, and you could still look at this team, just to lose their first playoff game, and you go. I mean, they're maxed out. That was my biggest concern going into this year was, have they already peaked as a team? It's starting to feel that way. Yeah, it is. I don't want to pivot too quick. I have to give this out because we have Brad on next segment, yeah, and the game it. is right about to start. So I have to pivot really quickly to my favorite play in the entire night of, of sports, and that's the NBA. And it's really fading everything about the Washington Wizards. Yeah, you knew me both. Let's I got go. into the lab tonight, <laughs> guys. I got into the lab, and our man Scotty Barnes not only has been balling, but small four forwards against the Washington Wizards mm -hmm. go crazy. Mikael Bridges had 27. Gordon Hayward had 27. DeAndre Hunt Hunter's ass had 23. Tatum, 33. Jalen Brown, 34. Guards have also been crushing the Washington Wizards. Yeah. Wizards defensively, one of the worst in the league, as we know, allowing 121 points per game. Trey Young had 25. LaMelo had 34 and 25. DeJounte Murray had 24 and 19. Even Brucey B. Brucey B, 24. So, I am doing everything with Scotty Barnes and yep. Dennis Schroeder. Pause. Dennis Schroeder to get 20 points, 
which is a big number, but I think, I told you all these guards and what they've already done, Dennis Schroeder, are very high volume and up against certain teams with bad defenses like the San Antonio Spurs, he's had more than 20. Scotty Barnes to go for 25, this is the most aggressive parlay, and Jakob Pertl, I don't know who stops him in the interior, to go for 12 points. All those three together, only 22 to one. And then the less aggressive parlay is Scotty Barnes to have, where is it? Scotty Barnes to have 20 points, Dennis Schroeder one steal. Scotty Barnes has been averaging over over one and a half steals per game. He's been getting like three steals, two blocks. So Scotty, Scotty Barnes one steal, and Dennis Schroeder to have 10 points. That's plus 260. That's the hedge my ass parlay. I, uh, I took the over on Scotty Barnes threes, but that's as far I like as I that. went with that. Couple of parlays in the NBA as well. Uh, but, like, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. Like, the Wizards are the team now that you look Lick at. your chops. There are two teams. Well, again, it's, it's also close to home for me, so it's a little bit different. But big stars, guards and small forwards, like you mentioned, too, against the Wizards. Take the over on, like, everything for them. Also, big play receivers in the NFL against Washington secondary. Oh, my God, You're always yes. taking the over every single time there. It hits so easily. DK Metcalf, though, almost didn't. And then all I of a sudden. I know. I got burnt. scared. Oh, Trista, I was sitting there. And it's funny. I'm sitting there rooting for my team to win. In, but also for more completions and big yards, chunk yards from DK Metcalf. And luckily that came home when it was all done. But there's just certain teams where you just know this matchup is always a slump buster or even just an accentuator. We whatever, said, like for, for, for anybody. We said if Geno Smith has time, he's going to go crazy. Yep. How are they going to pressure Geno Smith? They're not. 300 passing yards for Geno. You had multiple TDs. DK had a nice little game. Tyler Lockett had a nice little game. Mm -hmm. Kenneth Walker got into the end zone. He ended up getting like 84 receiving yards. So it's just like check, check, check. Up against the commanders. Here we go. Enjoy your life. Yeah, for sure. I watched uh, all the commanders guys yesterday, like Chase Young. Man, on the Chase other side Young looks Nick good. Bosa. Yep. Uh, the meet at the quarterback thing, that's a real thing right now. Yeah. Like, it looked like they were yeah. back at Ohio State again, man. Um, that defense is scary. And now you don't worry as much about the secondary because you're not going to have any time in the pocket against that pass rush if both of those guys stay healthy. Fred Warner was out there making plays per usual. Really quick, I don't have any uh, NBA bets, but um, the SEC championship game is official. And so I played the Alabama 14-1, to which is now down to, I believe, 5-1 to for them to win it all. And now what you could do is you could hedge because Brock Bowers is back. Georgia's a three-point favorite, minus 150 on the money line. So I'm going to play some Georgia with Bowers back. I don't oh, think, I love that. I don't think Bama's going to be able to win. But if they do, I got the 14-1 to ticket, but I'm going to take Georgia right now. Three-point favorites, minus 150. It's hard to believe college football's wrapping up. Like, I hate the it. Regular season is already wrapping up. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, then it could be Jimbo Fisher, who gets $76 million to do it's nothing. Wrapping up already. Not bad. Brad Evans going to join us next. It's Bet MGM tonight. Broncos tonight, Brad. Uh, I am not, guys, and it's a little bit puzzling right now uh, why there are so many people riding the ponies. Uh, they are the mile-high My Little Ponies. Uh, they got sparkles, they got brushable hair, but they stink <laughs> at football in general. Uh, I will say this. Uh, I understand the hook is in play at 7.5. I think it's enticing a lot of people. The Broncos' defense has looked uh, somewhat adequate here the last uh, about three weeks running. Uh, but Buffalo, even though they are leaking defensively right now, they have uh, you know, fall like a rock. Uh, in the EPA data ranks uh, in terms of EPA per play defense, but still they have a dynamite electric offense. Uh, Josh Allen, that duality is going to be doing some work on the ground and through the air. And I think Gabe Davis is going to be really a key cog in this game. I know he's a bit of a roller coaster ride and a guy uh, coming off that uh, entire goose egg 
uh, that he had last week, but uh, maybe it could be like from three weeks ago, a 100-yard effort tonight. And I think that could be the case. Get a lot of Fabian Moreau in coverage, who according to Pro Football Focus is number 73 in their coverage analytics. So could be a Gabe Davis game. You know it's going to be stepped on. Diggs eat a ton. Dalton Kincaid is going to be uh, getting nasty as well as the Broncos do not defend worth a lick against a tight end position. And honestly, they don't defend worth a lick against any kind of aerial assaults because they are dead last in the NFL and EPA pass defense right now. One of the things that they do particularly poorly too, Brad, is they don't really stop running backs on the road either. I've watched multiple guys just continue to run down their throats. Packers uh, went for 115 on the ground. Jets went for 200. Bears went for 116. Of course, the Dolphins did quite well. How are you feeling about James Cook in this spot? Because I am concerned just a little bit about the erraticism of the offense of Buffalo. Oh, nice use of that word there, Trista. Yeah, look, I, I tell you what, uh, I am with you. Uh, look, James Cook is a guy that's got to be front and center in this game. But the, the biggest downside with him, and I don't have any action on any James Cook props. I got some action in some fantasy leagues, and I didn't even get about 12 fantasy points, roughly, for me to score the victory. But the downside with him is the fact that he's sharing the sugar dollar with Josh Allen on the ground. He's running with a little bit more frequency. Again, around seven reps on the ground per game here last three weeks. But also Latavius Murray is going to be an active member of that backfield as well, siphoning off some of that additional action away from James Cook. So if there is any prop that I'm most interested in with Cook, it's probably any time touchdown market when you get right now with plus odds at BetMGM. But I'm staying away in the standard line market. If you want to, you know, uh, tease it on down seduced and get it on all juice. threshold, you, you can get seduced by that juice at an SGP, Trista, on something like uh, 35, 40 rushing yards. And that threshold is available right now at BetMGM. But I'm going to stay away from the standard line, which I believe is in the high 50s. What about for the Broncos tonight? Marvin Mims, we keep waiting for him to have a night, but uh, his receptions, one and a half, minus 190 at BetMGM. You have Cortland Sutton, his number, three and a half. Who would you, uh, you know, maybe if you're going to do anything with the same game parlay or if you're going to play some player props with the Broncos, I know you don't think much of them on the offensive side of the ball, but uh, who would you go with tonight? I don't think much of them on the offensive side of the ball in general, but I have way too many player props open tonight on Denver Broncos. Uh, first and foremost, here's an aim he didn't mention. He may not be remotely thinking about. Jaleel McLaughlin is my da -da 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 sledgehammer player of the night, guys, on the uh, on the ground. I grabbed the number at 15 and a half. It's at 16 and a half right now. I bet MGM earlier today was at 17 and a half on the over. It was a plus money, but uh, I would still play 15 and a half, 16 and a half, 17 and a half. I played up to 19 and a half on him. Uh, I know that his snap share has uh, been reduced because uh, Juggernaut Javante Williams has certainly arrived here in this backfield the last couple of weeks. Uh, but Sean Payton is enamored with the youngster uh, from Youngstown State, and he's not uh, you know, a penguin that waddles. Uh, he's a penguin that absolutely sprints. The guy's got bottle rockets strapped to those cleats. And uh, when he gets the, the ball in the open field, man, he uh, really exhibits some major juice evidenced by his top five ranking in yards after contact per attempt, his top five ranking in yards created per touch, and he has the highest missed tackle percentage of 38.7, which is just a gaudy, obscene number of any running back in the league. 
as I mentioned, uh, the Buffalo Bills have become more susceptible up front. So Jaleel McLaughlin on, say, five to seven rush attempts. I think he's going to slam the over 15 and a half, 16 and a half, 17 and a half. It doesn't matter. McLaughlin, I think, is going to make me some money tonight. So I like that prop in particular. And I also like Russell Wilson over on rush yards. Uh, Lois Hassel was at 19 and a half. Uh, right now, Bet MGM at 21 and a half, and I would still play the over on that. He's been more of an opportunistic runner, kind of getting back uh, to the yesteryear. And you look at the Buffalo Bills, number seven in the National Football League and pocket pressure rate. So uh, those opportunistic runs are certainly going to be on the menu for Russell Wilson. Mr. Unlimited tonight? Uh, not exactly, uh, but he's got to flash some speed on the ground at times. I love that you're on McLaughlin. I took the over one and a half re uh, receptions for him. That's plus 145, and he's gone over that number four of his last five games. Broncos are the fourth, giving up the fourth most receptions to running backs this year. It does feel like a big game for him. It's interesting, Brad, that you, you, you bring up Russell Wilson and look at the rushing yards here. He's somebody that's actually really struggled in prime time since he went over to the Broncos, only averaging 12 points a game. But it's like this weird mix with him where he's the fifth highest rated quarterback this year. He's clearly better than where he was last year. But if you look at, let's put the rushing yards aside for him. Let's just look at maybe what yeah. that, that Broncos offense could look like besides that. Do you... Could, could you see, like, let's say I gave you a free bet and said, Brad, you got to bet on something else for Russell Wilson. What other prop would you look at for him and say, all right, you're twisting my arm. I got to take something because he's struggled in prime time, but has obviously played better against the Bills team that's really injured right now. Well, if you're going to give me free money to play yes. with, I'm probably going to uh, slap that into an SGP and try to quadruple uh, that <laughs> money uh, that you gave me. Uh, as, a, as a freebie, look, I'll say this about Russell Wilson. If you, if you want to look at the SGP market, um, and you want to get some additional action uh, that could be arm-related, could also be leg-related, but not specifically the rush yards. Uh, what I love at BetMGM is the opportunity to invest in pass or rush TDs or both of them combined, and that's available right now in the SGP market. So maybe take Josh Allen for two or more total touchdowns. It could come on the ground. It could be of the uh, vertical variety. It doesn't matter. And the same for Russell Wilson as well. I think the Broncos are going to put up some points uh, in this game. As I mentioned, you look at Buffalo, number 20 in EPA rush D. A little bit better in terms of passing defense, but all the injuries, the roster turnover that they have had, especially in that secondary, uh, I think makes them, uh, again, more vulnerable and susceptible than we saw earlier this season. And Russell Wilson has made some magic with Cortland Sutton inside the red zone as uh, yes, Sutton sir. has been... I've been catching a ton of touchdowns. I love him in the anytime touchdown market. I grabbed earlier today at BetMGM at plus 175. I think another magical connection between Russell Wilson and Cortland Sutton for six is on the agenda. I'm curious your thoughts about the increased usage uh, and the connection between Josh Allen in the last few weeks and Khalil Shakir. Do you expect yeah. this to continue? Last few weeks, four receptions, six receptions, four, 57 yards, 92 yards, 35 yards receiving. Yeah, okay. I got another SGP uh, with this exact prop in it, so I'll just go ahead and fire it off for you guys. Uh, Cortland Sutton, three or more receptions. Khalil Shakur, three or more receptions as well. And Josh Allen, under, believe it or not, 49 and a half rush yards. And I got that about uh, plus 165 or so 
uh, there at BetMGM. You're right about uh, Khalil Shakir, a guy who's really come on strong here of late. Uh, he's going to get a lot of McMillan out of the slot because uh, that's where Shakir primarily lines up. McMillan for the Denver Broncos has given up a 68.1% catch rate, 103.2 passer rating to his assignments this season. And you talk about Shakir coming on strong, 14 targets the last three games. He's gone for four catches, six catches, and four catches during that three-game stretch. So, yeah, could be an X-Factor, could be a dark horse in this game, given the lovely matchup out of the slot. So uh, drop a quarter in that slot machine, and he might score a jackpot. Brad, anything else that you like uh, for tonight or even uh, upcoming in Week 11? Prop market, which not currently available, but sides or totals coming up for uh, next week. Yeah, I'll give me another prop tonight. How about the kicker market, guys? A lot of opportunities there. And, yes, it's another Denver Bronco. Will Lutz, give me the over on one-and-a-half field goals made at plus 120. I work the shoulders and get seduced uh, by that juice. That's right, baby. Uh, you look at Lutz. He's been over this at four of eight games this season. A respectable 86.7% hit rate. Uh, splitting the uprights on field goal opportunities. Buffalo has allowed three opposing kickers to go over this mark. But the reason why I really like it, again, uh, given uh, the downsides of the Bills' defense right now, number 18, EPA per play defense in their entirety. But the Broncos are middling number 16 and TD-only red zone percentage. So, yeah, they're moving the chains uh, frequently up and down the field, but they are bogging drives down on the opponent's side of the field uh, in Trotz Lutz. Gets an opportunity to split the uprights. I need it not once, but twice. And we cash a winning ticket there at plus 120. And I know there's no markets available uh, already here for the main slate on week 11. But I'll, I'll throw out a prop. But I want you to keep an eye on. Uh, there's a bit of a revenge game for our guy, or at least he's my guy, mandatory Montgomery. Dave Montgomery, now the Detroit Lions, facing the Chicago Bears. I'm plugging an SGP anytime touchdown, which I'm sure individually would be at like minus 120, maybe minus 140. And I'll put that together, maybe uh, rushing yards, rushing attempts, something. Dave Montgomery is going ham this week at home against his former employer oh, yeah. who misused him for years. Talking to Brad Evans, Ben MGM tonight. Uh, the AFC North is crowded, man. You got the Ravens on top at seven and three. Steelers and Browns are six and three. Bengals are five and four. And then I see the Steelers. A lot of people jumping on that bandwagon. Plus five fifty right now at Bet MGM to win the AFC North. Is that maybe worth a little little sprinkle? Could the Steelers do the the improbable in this crowded, loaded division? I don't like making donations to the sports book. I like uh, taking money from the sports book. No, I, I am not uh, willing to invest uh, a single dime right now the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the reason being is this. Kenny Pickett kind of stinks. Uh, let's be yeah. real. Uh, yeah. A guy that, yeah, I mean, he, he feels very comfortable throwing uh, balls to the side. And last I checked, you got to throw it down the field. His, uh, you know, dot is uh, you know, yards per target. Uh, they're reprehensible. And a guy that's just not really taking the, you know, the next level and those strides needed in his overall development. And the back end defensively at Pittsburgh, oh, my goodness, they are rancid. I think they're going to get lit up. Maybe not against the Cleveland Browns this week, as we'll see about the status of Deshaun Watson. Uh, but heading down the stretch here, I don't think the Steelers got to accumulate a whole lot of wins and really keep themselves in this overall conversation I like the Brownies to emerge as the champions of the AFC North at BetMGM at a plus 200 juice. 
I'm curious, Brad, which loss in the North, AFC North, was more meaningful to you, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals or the Baltimore Ravens? We have about a minute. Yeah, it was probably the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, quite honestly. I mean, the Houston Texans just doing some ridiculous things right now. C.J. Stroud, I'm a loud, proud member of Team Stroud, and he just continues a deal. I mean, he's a minus 2,000 right now uh, to win. Um, offensive Rookie of the Year is uh, entered into the MVP conversation at plus 3,000. He's just doing some ridiculous to, again, ridiculous things. Uh, but, you know, the Bengals, uh, I think they had a, a spot there. They would have secured the victory at home to get back in the conversation. Uh, but they just have too many problems on the defensive end. All the advanced metrics pointing that way. And they got to get healthy on the offensive side. Get T. Higgins back on the field and be productive. So some downsides right now with Cincinnati. Brad Evans live on the line. Always good to talk to you, buddy. Appreciate it, guys. Come on, St. John's. I got money on you. Wake up. <laughs> Same. You know, speaking of that, St. John's, that's this is Same. an FS1 game. Yeah. It is sacrilegious to hear the NBA on NBC theme song played for college basketball. I hate that. I absolutely despise it. Yeah. I listen and I go, ooh, the best theme song ever. Oh, that's right. It's college basketball. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I man. hate it. I can't do it. I'm with Brad, too. I also have St. John's. Down 10 right now at the half, guys. Plenty of time, plenty of time. Rick Pitino, bring his boys back. Yeah. Just you wait. Those second half adjustments. No Rick. second half adjustments. It's BetMGM tonight. We're live from National Harbor. This is when Monday Night Football kicks off. We see Josh Allen out there warming up. Let's look at his eyes, guys. Do we see a good game from Josh Allen? I see locked in. I think. I what screen too. are you watching? I, I don't see any Josh oh, Allen. I, I see your here. stupid wizards. Oh yeah, well you're Where? you've Where got the light in your wizards way. are right here for you. All right, team. nice. Uh, a little bit of a. I have to kind of go outside. I'm kinda, hoping kinda go. If you look gotta, through here, Ron, yeah, you may have an issue. I uh -oh. think I need to go this way. May need way. to get some TV, uh, some TV work done here. I'm, I'm switching I'm, the TVs. I'm more worried about my Johnnies, who it looks like yeah. are making a little bit of a run here. Uh, all I care about tonight, though, uh -huh. Monday Night Football. But I am going to yeah. add, really quick, let me add an NBA prop. So okay. I'm going to go, um, I was going to do some Giannis. Tonight. I was going to take some Giannis props tonight because they're going against the Bulls. Uh -huh. A rare opportunity to actually uh, back the Bucks as seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I'm not going to touch the side right now. I don't trust Milwaukee. Um, but I'm going to take a shot with Brooke Lopez over ten-and-a-half points okay. against Vooch, against Torrey Craig, who's playing at the four tonight for Chicago. Uh, no Caruso, no Terry. If you look at the injury report, I know that doesn't really matter, but uh, – I like Brooke Lopez to score at least 11 tonight against Chicago, and it's minus 110. So we'll go Brooke Lopez over 10.5. He always, always goes off against Chicago. Does he also fight Benny the Bull, or is that just his brother? That's more his brother. That's more his brother. That's, okay. But, uh, yeah, we just need 11 points, <laughs> and then we get the hell out of this. All right, so, so tell me what doesn't hit. hit All right. Me. Five legs. All right. All right, so Javante Williams. We know that running backs have been crushing uh, against the Buffalo yes. Bills. I think especially considering Russell Wilson may or may not have time, I think uh, Javante is going to be involved in the receiving game. We know he's had three straight games since he's come back of three receptions or more. I need two receptions for him. Uh, I need 20 rushing yards for Jaleel McLaughlin, okay. who I had on my fantasy team. Uh, in the last five games, he's had 30 or more rushing yards. And again, we're talking about Denver running backs against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we are talking about a little... Stephon Diggs, six receptions. He's had that number or more in every single game for the last seven games. Yeah, I like that. He is being force-fed. Khalil Shakir, three receptions. Love that. He has been yep. much more involved over the last few weeks. We've had even get four or five receptions in some of these moments. And then Dalton Kincaid, who is now tight end one, just to get 50 receiving yards. And he has been going crazy as well. 
I'm looking at his stats, 81, 65, 75 since he became tight end one. All that together, I know it's five legs, and maybe you're uncomfortable with five-leg parlay, which I kind of am too, plus 650. All those are very low numbers. Love love the Kincaid and love the uh, what Shakir. What does I'm in on both of those. And maybe it's one or the other in terms of the running backs for the Broncos, right? Like maybe one gets more carries, more touches, yeah. as opposed to the other and gets hot, where they kind of one is rushing cancel yards, the other one. You're going receptions for Javante and right. rushing See, yards for Jaleel. Yeah, I like both. I went, um, actually, I don't hate any of them. That's the thing. So it's like if I had to pick one, yeah. it would have to be just between I, one of the running backs where you're just not going to get as many touches, let's say, or I snaps. worry, though, Denver is going to come out and they're just going to look to pound the ball in this game because mm -hmm. I think that – they're going to want to, I mean, you think spo there's spoiler gonna alert, they're going to they're gonna wanna limit the turnovers. And yeah. I know Russ yeah. isn't turning yeah. the ball over a whole so bunch. So you don't like the receptions for I took Javante over 14 and a half rushing attempts while we were talking to Brad. Really small. I, I think they're going to pound the rock tonight. But I'm going to take Javante out, and those four are plus 475. It's still a great price. Can you do anything with his rushing yards? I do of course. Think what number do you like? We're cooking up in the kitchen. Do they have rushing attempts? No, right? Because Not it's for on the SGPs. SGPs. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, can get 45 rushing yards. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Just but go low with it, yeah. 45 yeah. is plus 675. Here's the problem. I already have Javante rushing yards in another parlay, oh, and I get yeah. kind of worried about that. Okay, then maybe stick. Yeah. You know what? Stick with the original guns. I don't want to talk you off something that it hits, then right. you're mad <laughs> at us. You know, I got, well, I just take one out. And bad then, enough I got actual U.S. dollars right now on St. John's, the fighting patinos, you know? I see. I hear you. I hear you. The fighting patinos. I was gonna go St. John's too, but I did not. I did it last minute. I'm mad at myself. But um, still plenty of time. You know they say in college basketball, Ryan, the fighting patinos don't get out of bed until they're down double digits in the first half. I hope. That's that's the rule. That's the new they're rule. Down 54-43 to See, Michigan. Plenty of time. Seduce. 15-45 to go. The juice. Yeah, seduced by the juice. Um. So we did have, we did get a, there is one forty-eight now on the market again for the total in this. Yep. But we're looking at basically 47s and 47 and a half across the board. You know, it, it's tough because like conventional wisdom, right? Football wisdom would say, well, you look at the Bills defense and you look at how they're struggling and they've got a lot of injuries right now. And Russell Wilson's actually a top five rated quarterback in the NFL and he's found all this chemistry with Cortland Sutton and it feels like an opportunity for this game to go over. But I just can't find myself comfortable enough to take an over between, one, an offense that can turn the ball over a lot in the Bills, and two, a Broncos offense that could just pound the ball and take the pressure off of Russell Wilson, knowing that he struggled so much in prime time since he went over to Denver. Yeah, I just, you know what's crazy, man, is um, I actually feel really good about Denver, so I'm, I'm probably going to get burned on this one. But you look at the injury report, and... You know, they got Ben Powers, and they have one of their linebackers, uh, Baron Browning, and he's got a uh, wrist injury, and that's it. They're the healthier team. Yep. They're coming off the bye, and then you look at Buffalo, and they're beat up right now. I mean, Josh Allen's going to play, but he's been dealing with this right shoulder injury. They're going to be without Benford. They're going to be without Trey White. They're going to be without Micah Hyde, who's really important. He's got a neck uh, stinger injury right it's now. Tough, dude. And then you look at, like, you know, Stephon Diggs is obviously going to play, but he's dealing with a back injury. Uh, they're beat up right now. A.J. Klein dealing with a back injury. Leonard Floyd, he's been sick all week. So <laughs> Buffalo probably wins the game. But, I mean, seven and a half, it just, I feel like we're, we're priced in Denver the way that we did early on in the season. In the last couple mm -hmm. weeks, they've shown some signs of life. 
you know, they've also they had a game where they let a team score 70 points against them. But that was, honestly, so, like you that said, was a lot longer that, was, that was old Denver. It's that, yes. that was the old Denver Broncos, guys. They've turned over a new lead. Yeah. Their defense is different. You know, they've, uh, they're have they no longer staying out till 3 a.m. every single night. They're settling down. They're in a committed relationship. And they're focused on getting more serious Facts. defensively now. But it really, like, it does feel in a lot of ways like the market hasn't really adjusted enough for either side, right? Like, the Bills' defense and the regression and the injuries that are there – and then at the same time, the Broncos and the defense, it's like the stench of that 70-point game still lingers so strongly, like the dumpster that's downstairs uh, near our studio, like actually, the in our building. Yeah. Or the Bonchon, yes. Well, the Bonchon food is good, but the dumpster that they put well, the food in. Well, it's the Bonchon dumpster. It is, it is yeah. a problem. That stench lingers. This stench still seems to linger Smells for the Broncos, like boiled, too. boiled, old, sun-laden kimchi. Yeah. And fruit flies are everywhere, and they're coming into your mouth. Pause. Whoa, 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 whoa. Damn, damn. I'm going I'm to take this, a, this back, and this I'm going to say. family-friendly show. But, you know, like, it, if Russell Wilson if Russell Wilson has some time in the pocket, and he should, I mean, unless Von Miller and that pass rush get home, I just, I've been surprised how good he's been. 16 yeah. touchdowns. The problem is that they picks. still have, like, a top three pass rush win rate. That's my biggest question mark about the Bills. They're still able to get home a little bit. Yeah. When they don't, kind of like the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're very easily gettable. And if Russell Wilson has time, I could see Cortland Sutton having a nice day. If... They put Russell Wilson on his back. I think this thing gets ugly. Oh, yeah. Or if he just, I mean, like, I could also see there being a case. Where, I could make the case where I, I know he's got four picks right now this season, but yeah, get a couple turnovers. City. See, and this is the thing about Buffalo. Fumbles. This, I could see some is, fumble roonies. This is what scares me betting against Buffalo, especially at home, is this is the game that they get up for. Like, they don't play down to their competition. I mean, they take care of the teams that they should take care of. I don't trust them against Cincinnati, especially yeah. the last couple of years. You know, I never trust them against Patrick Mahomes and right. the Chiefs, the elite teams. But these are the teams, like, when they're big favorites, they're big favorites usually for a reason, and they beat the hell out of teams. But right now they're just a little bit beat up, so we'll take a shot here with Denver. And if they let me down, I'm done with them the rest of the way. Big thing for the Bills, you got to win the turnover battle. Haven't won that since week four. Like, and they got to be able to run the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's just well, true. Not, so the crazy thing about the Bills, man, and I didn't even realize this, if you look at it, they're one of the most efficient run offenses in, in the league. I mean, I know they don't want to run the ball, but they can run the ball. The, the running offense, I mean, Cook's been pretty solid. You know, Josh Allen hasn't been using his legs as much. Finally, the last couple weeks he has been. But they can run the ball. It's just um, they don't really have an identity, no. which is weird because this team, like, they've been together for a while now. Gabe Davis, Diggs, uh, Knox, who I know is injured right you now. You know what? That's another major problem with this team. You've had, I mean, again, obviously Brian Dable's not there. Like, you've had some turnover in terms of the coaching staff. But you still have the same head coach. And if you don't have an identity at this point, as an organization in the Buffalo Bills, and week to week we wonder what you're going to look like offensively specifically. And then defensively, I know, there's injuries. We mentioned that plenty. That's, that's part of it. But at this point, for this long, if we don't have an identity for this team, that's a major red flag. You know what the identity should be tonight? Make sure big game Gabe... Gabe Davis has three and a half receptions. They haven't been able to get him going again this year, yet he still leads the team actually in snaps played. He has six more snaps. He's run six more routes this season than Diggs somehow. 
and he has the second most targets. So, I think he's uh, he's got to go actually. I think he I think tonight's going to be his night though. I think there's going to be some extra attention on Diggs. I still like him to go over his receptions and yeah. yards. Don't get me wrong. Like you said, he's being force fed and he's a top five receiver. But I think this is finally a Gabe Davis game. I say this and watch Shakir goes off, and I'm like, oh, I should have played the Shakir props. But I'm going to go over three and a half receptions uh, for Gabe Davis one last time. One last day. You're brave. Mary One Jane. last time. I usually actually don't do a whole lot with him. I've been all over the Kincaid. This is the first time in like seven weeks I'm not going to take any Kincaid props. You've got two cars racing next to each other. You vroom, jumped, vroom. jumped off of the Dalton Kincaid We're jumping car. Into the and Gabe then Davis into the Gabe Davis open window Come on, here. Gabe. Good, Let's get it done together, You're pal. brave to do that. Gabe Davis has just been so wildly inconsistent this year. It's it's like last year. We, once it was over, right? What did we say? Oh, it turns out he was hurt all year, yeah, so maybe we'll get hey, back. Yeah. And then you kind of watch those flashes again oh this season. Gosh. But he may just end up being. Maybe this is who Gabe Davis is. Like realistically, maybe Gabe Davis is the guy. Like a number four. That, that one week is going to get you 87 yards, like he did against Tampa, and the week before that, six against New England, and then only 21, and then 161, and 35, and 92. Like he's just all over the map. So it's one of those things where. You got to really like the matchup, which and you do, and that's fine. I, just, I do, yeah. It's a it's a brave it's a braver bet to take, just given oh the up and God. down. But that hits, you feel great about it. Really quick aside, Washington Wizards up twenty five to thirteen on the Toronto Raptors. Uh -oh, they just will not miss. I hate this team. <laughs> I just do. I don't even know why are you guys playing defense. Go ahead, Scotty. Oh, I need Scotty to there hit you some threes, go. though. Oh my God, they're blocking shots. Game to play tonight. They're they will. playing defense they in Toronto regress. on a back to back. They will regret. Don't worry. Yeah, it's the first quarter. Don't worry. I've you watched. Know the I've watched way too much Wizards basketball. <laughs> you I bet on way too much oh, Wizards basketball. Jordan Poole is a mess right oh. now. He's it's terrible. Like, it's, it's, it's like even worse than I thought. And yeah. you could just tell. There's like viral videos. His legacy videos. is secured though. <laughs> yeah. Because he <laughs> he's got the ring in the bag. Hey, yeah. you know what? And the baddies. And when the baddies. You, when you That's think all about you really it, need. That was kind of the Tyreek Hill strategy too, right? He got his Super Bowl and said, now I'm going to go get paid. And yeah, but he's still good. I know, you know but he's I mean? still he's good, still yes. a good team. But I'm saying the mindset was, I don't need to go play <laughs> for, for sure. I remember the Dolphins versus Chiefs organization. Now Dolphins look better, but you get the whole thing. So anyway, all right, we're going to get a final look at props leading up to kickoff. It's BetMGM tonight.
the one thing that I would have is just like how this experience is going to start coming more and more to the forefront of our lives, like your life and my life and like Tyler's life and Jake's life and Alex's life and downtown Mike Brown's life and your life, the person listening and watching this right now, where I have.